hour three of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Boy, today's flying, isn't it, Stella? Oh, it's great. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't realize how much I had to talk about until I came in here today, you know? And, well, it, it all jumps up. It comes up to us all of a sudden, and I regret sometimes jumping into rabbit holes, but sometimes I have to say something that takes us there. But uh, we can always pull ourselves back. No, no, you know, it's like it's all part of the same thing, right? It's all connected. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm always saying. Yeah. You know, I uh, one thing that uh, they're talking about a lot right now is uh, in Congress, and they, and they do this crap every couple of years, and I'm so sick of it. You guys tell me if you're as sick of it as I am, is with these continuing resolutions. Okay, why do you do a con- continuing resolution? Well, you do a continuing resolution because you have not put any effort in whatsoever in coming up with a budget. Or a logical solution. Yeah. So everybody's arguing over, uh, over, well, should we spend this money? You know, let me tell you something, people. When this country, this country is now, from what I understand, the latest count is we're now $33 trillion in debt. Do you realize how awful that is? Do you realize how much $33 trillion is? No, it's just words to us because we've never had that kind of money, so we don't know what, you know, it's just, it's unbelievable, but. You know, the, the inflation in this country has gotten so bad that, you know, I had a, I, I, I don't know, several years ago, I would have thought I had a lot of money if I had a 50 in my wallet. Now a 50, that's gone. One. One, Maybe one night gas. out at the restaurant, you know, and yeah. that's gone. Half a tank of gas. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It doesn't even pay for a full tank of gas no, anymore. <laughs> Isn't that sad? It's pathetic. But, you know, they're talking about these continuing resolutions, which means they haven't worked on a budget. They, they have no plans to. No plans. Just so what they're going to do is they're going to, oh, well, we got we to gotta keep the government. Oh, my God, it'd be a disaster if the government closed. Would it really? It's closed before. Nobody died. Does, and, you know, they shut it down for various reasons before. I, You know. I think yeah. I think if they're going to shut anything down, they should just take away all of Congress's pay and say, okay, no one's going to get paid till we fix this resolution, uh, till we do something with a budget that makes sense. And we're, not, we're just getting paid for nothing because we're accomplishing not a darn thing. So we're not going to get paid until we actually have a real resolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As long as you keep paying them, they don't care. They kick back and they take money and they live very comfortably on the huge salary they're making and they have a good retirement plan. So they don't care. Us, on the other hand, have, you know, mortgages, children, bills to pay. Yeah, yeah. They don't have to worry about all that. You know, you're right. You know, they continue to get paid. Mm -hmm. And, you know... (laughs) Take their pay. Take take their pay. Mm -hmm. Everything that has happened over the last few years... I wish they would shut the government down and leave it shut down. Shut the damn government down. Yeah. I have no problem with that mm-hmm. at all. And every state fend for themselves. Exactly. Look at North Dakota. We'd be better off. Look at North Dakota during the scam. They didn't accept any money from the government. None. For the plan. Nothing. And they all worked. They all still paid their taxes. They all lived like before. No masks. You know, nothing was forced upon them. But they all got up every morning. They went to work. Every state should take care of themselves. New Mexico is an intentionally a welfare state. They, they intentionally want money from the government. Free money, free money. Well, guess what? Nothing's free. You know, apparently the government's broke. We're $33 trillion in debt. Mm-hmm. And if they don't do a continuing resolution. Oh my, the government's going to shut down and then we're not going to be able to pay our debts. But at the same time, the whole time that you're saying this, you're sending Joe Biden by himself, unilaterally, is sending $325 million without to a, Ukraine. Without approval. From without Congress. approval. Mm-hmm. Without a law. Nothing. We don't care about laws anymore. What's that? What's a law? Uh, it's a mandate. It's meant, to, right. be, it's meant he, to be broken. He, he did a mandate to send 300, because mandates now are laws, right? Uh, obviously. Obviously. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people believe. Mm-hmm. You know, why are, why are you know, I, I have I listened to a lot of news programs. I was listening to news programs this morning before I came in to do the show. I did not hear the outrage by these news programs, and these are conservative stations, saying, okay, if we can't afford to pay our bills, why are we sending $325 million to Ukraine? Why? 
And what gives Joe Biden the authority to do that? He has no constitutional authority to do that at all. So why is everybody not outraged? I certainly am. Is it because a lot of people still aren't paying attention? I don't know. I, I wonder if they're just living in a fantasy world because, I mean, it's not a fantasy that everything costs you twice as much now at the grocery store, at the gas station. Everything costs a ton more. They're even uh, going to raise insurance rates on your homes now. It's always us paying, the people, small people paying for everything while they spend it and throw it away or hog it all to themselves. You know, Rand Paul is out there saying, I'm, and I'm kind of curious, you know, I like Rand Paul. I want to, I, 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 I would like to see him and the other people that um, are along with him in Congress. I would like to see them stick together and say no, uh, because Rand Paul saying no, I don't approve any money for Ukraine. But apparently, it doesn't matter if he if he approves money for Ukraine because Joe Biden's going to send it anyway. They're getting it anyway, yeah. Right. So why does it matter? I mean, think about this. Talking does no good. Let's have no. some action here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if. If Joe Biden can send whatever amount of money he wants to Ukraine without any approval from Congress, why does he care what Rand Paul thinks? Why does he care what any of the Congress thinks? Obviously, he doesn't. No, he don't. He don't care. Mm-mm. No. And, and, and like I've heard before, it's like these politicians no longer care about what is constitutional or what is illegal. They don't care. They just do it anyway. And their attitude is, well, I'm going to do it anyway, and you can sue me. You can take it to court. Kind of like our, 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 you know, our idiot up in Santa Fe, mm-hmm. you, know, the, the, you know, the Marxist midget up there. Mm-hmm. You know? She, she, you know, and she acts all stupid. Like, oh, well, you know, I, 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 I put this through, and you know, we let the court uh, debate it. It's like, you do not understand what your constitutional obligations are. You do not understand what it says and what you are allowed to do and not allowed to do. Do you, If you are that freaking stupid, you should not be governor. And all I'm saying is if you take their pay, they'll be singing a different tune. They'll straighten out, but nobody, nobody enforces that. They'll just let them keep getting paid their huge salaries, everything, and then they'll just do whatever they want. It's not what they want. It's, it's supposed to be they work for the people. They work for us. They, we are their employers. But did you fire them? Do you chastise them in any way? Do you write them up? Do you do anything to them? No, just let them keep going. It's our own fault. It's our own fault that they do get away with what they get away with. Take their pay. That's what I have to say. Well, things will change, yeah, when they can't afford gas. You're right. It is our fault because mm-hmm. um, there are a large number of people in this country that keep voting for these morons because they're, they're on the take, too. The politicians are on the take. The corporations are on the take. Everybody is getting paid. So everybody it, – it just feeds on itself. And then the idiots that vote for these people, they're on the take. They're getting government handouts. Mm-hmm. And like these illegals that are coming in the country – they're they're getting tons of rewards for breaking the law and coming here. I think that's just good for 2024. I think no matter who wins in 2024, all of a sudden things are going to change against them. Like, we don't need you no more. You came in, you voted, you overthrew the system. That's all we needed you for. And I think things are going to change. We'll see what happens, but... I don't know. I don't know. You know, there, there used to be, in the, in the earlier days of this country, there was a rule that in order to be able to qualify to vote, you had to be a landowner. A landowner? A landowner. Not just a U.S. citizen? No. had to be a landowner. You had to have skin in the game. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. Yeah. And we're seeing that now. Now? You know? I can see it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of wishing they hadn't changed that rule at this point, you know? Because a lot of people that just uh, want to be given things, gimme, 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 gimme free stuff, mm-hmm. and they vote for the person that promises them the free stuff. People that are landowners and have skin in the game, they don't they don't vote for people based on that those sort of criteria. They well, don't because it, it depends on their land. You know, their their everything that they own, their holdings. You know, at the way they vote. If they vote for some fool that's going to give all their stuff away, they don't want them there. No, no, they don't. 
But now <laughs> it's just like um, I know that the Republicans, I mean, the Democrats are fighting really hard. Joe Biden said that he's mad at the red states because they're demanding an ID now when you vote. And he's suing them, suing the red states for that. You should let all the immigrants vote. Of course. That's See, that's not constitutional, that's bringing, too. That's why they're bringing them here, though. Yeah. That's why they're bringing them so that they can vote for them. And then after, you know how they are, politicians, after they use you, what do they do with you? Toss you to the side. Yeah. That's nearly all politicians. Well, you know, they've been doing that to black people for decades. Mm, just and they get away people. and they get away with it. Mm-hmm. Well, black yeah. people and minorities, yeah. you know. Yeah. But you know, they've been doing that for decades and what a what do black people do? They keep falling for it. It's like, "Oh, well, it's been bad so far, but we're going to promise if you vote for us again, we're going to make it better." And they keep falling for it over and over and over again. When are you people going to wise up? When are when are people going to wise up? Well, when I read the statistics, they said they ha- they are wising up. All oh, the the blacks and the Hispanics are rising up, and they're they're voting for like they're going red, you know, because all this time they've mostly been blue, even though the blue has been stabbing them in the back and you know literally killing their livelihood. They've always vote, voted blue, but now the statistics say that they're going red. I don't see it. Do you see it? No, I don't see it. Well, but they say the yeah. the polls say they, yeah they say a lot of things. Yeah, they do. Yeah, Liars. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll find out next election. Uh. We know they're going to cheat. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why they're just pushing really hard to not have voter ID. But like I said, these red state governors they need to they need to grow a pair and they need to get out there and they need to start uh, getting stuff done and stop stop. Working like, okay, my main goal here is to get reelected. No, your main goal should be to do what you're supposed to do and to uphold the Constitution, uphold your oath, and do the things that are good for we the people. That's what you should be doing. That should be your only priority. Getting reelected should be, okay, well, great, I got reelected. I guess I'm doing a good job and people like it. If I don't get reelected, okay, well, I did the best I could do. That's the attitude you need to have. But like these these sleaze balls, like like Nancy Pelosi and 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 Schumer and and what's the other one we mentioned earlier that's in the wheelchair that looks oh, like she's Diane dead? Feinstein. Diane Feinstein. Oh I, can't, I can't remember her name. Is it Feinstein or Feinstein? Who knows? Remember that movie, Young Frankenstein? Frankenstein. <laughs> it's Feinstein, not no, it's not Frankenstein, not Frankenstein. Frankenstein. <laughs> she I, already looks like that. I know. I work. She's kind of looking like that, isn't it? She's kind of looking a little she bit like, like Frankenstein's past, monster yeah. at this point. Yeah, she, she looks like all those old trees that are what do you call them? Uh, petrified. Yeah, it's petrified already. <laughs> maybe she's been sitting there lo- so long. Maybe she has become petrified. I don't know. I don't know. She's in a wheelchair everywhere she goes. Like, I know. Hmm, I know. It's like yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, we need new blood, definitely. Non-politicians, please. Non-politicians. Mm-hmm. So let's see here. What do we got here? Oh, okay. So no dress code in Congress. They've gotten rid of that. Okay. Chucky Schumer. Uh, and and I'm hearing people talking about this, that the reason he's gotten rid of the check, uh, the, the dress code is to accommodate uh, the slob veteran. Mm-hmm. I mean. The other bumbling idiot. <laughs> yeah. The guy that can't say anything can't straight. Can't form a sentence. Can't form a sentence. I mean, he's the only one that makes Biden look good. You know? <laughs> so he comes in, you know, you see him stand there. They're, they're standing there. You got a bunch of politicians standing there with a foreign dignitary and everybody's, you know, wearing their Sunday best and they're wearing their suits and they look good. And then you got Fetterman the slob standing there with his gym shorts and a hoodie on. Mm-hmm. He's a disgrace. He's a fright. Just to look at him. But, well, look at, nobody has respect anymore. He doesn't have respect. When Zelensky came to the White House, didn't he come in just a T-shirt and jeans? Like, yeah, as casual as can be. Like, he just came to pick up his check. Nothing else. Well, I've heard people say he was wearing dictator green. Dictator green? Dictator green. He's got the cargo pants on and then the green and the green polo shirt. That's what he always wears. Okay, well. Yeah. You know, I um, I watched an interesting movie yesterday. I, about Zelensky and about the whole situation in Ukraine. And it was a movie, it was a documentary put together by Sean Penn. Now, okay, before you guys yell at me about Sean Penn, I can't stand him either. He's, he's an idiot. He's, you know, I, I, his politics are 180 degrees out of phase with mine. But he, he, he does a good documentary. Well, even he's sick of him, Zelensky. Yeah. <laughs> Is he? Well. Has he been speaking out? I don't know. No, the documentary you said he made about- I thought, He made a documentary about, so anyway, so. 
He made a documentary about the, the thing in Ukraine when, when things were heating up over there. He actually had the guts to go over to Ukraine mm-hmm. like days before the whole conflict broke out he was there and he went to the front lines even he was take he was doing he was doing videos he was interviewing people he was showing what was going on at the front lines he was showing uh some of the stuff that was going on as a real result of the conflict and a lot of things way better coverage than the news was actually covering wow you know so i give him credit for that um but he uh he got he did a little bit of, uh, of background on, on Zelensky. Now, you'll hear that, and this is, once again, the hypocrisy. You know, the, the conservative media, they, they will do anything they can to, to destroy Zelensky and make him look bad. They say, oh, well, he, was, you know, he, he dressed up in drag and he, and, he, and he did this and that and the other thing. But, you know, the truth about Zelensky is that he seems like a pretty nice guy, at least he used to be before he became president. You know, uh, he was a very, very well-known, uh, popular com- comedic actor in that area of the world. And he became president? And he became president, which is really pretty amazing because, you know, the guy, I can't remember the guy that was in charge. Maybe if one, somebody that's watching on social media can give me the name of the, uh, the leader that was in place that was kind of a tyrant uh, before Zelensky. But... The people were tired of this guy. So and they elected a dictator instead. So so Zelensky comes along. He's a normal, guy, regular guy, kind of like, you know, Trump was a regular guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, you know, Zelensky was a well-known, he had name recognition because he was a comedic actor, very popular. So it was kind of like Ronald Reagan. Kind of like, yeah. And he did a lot, he did a lot of work that was very popular. He was, he's a funny guy, mm-hmm. you know? And he looks like he's got a wonderful family and all that. And he comes up there and he gets like over 70% of the vote. He wins by a landslide. Um, I, you know, so, you know, he showed that. And, and, and I've never, up until, up until I watched that, I never, I never saw that. It's like, well, I would have liked to have seen that. It's like, um, do I agree with the things that Zelensky is doing now? I think, he, I think the power has gone to his head a little bit. He's, mm-hmm. he's kind of a little guy, kind of like I ty- our tiny tyrant, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think maybe he, his intentions were good up front, but I think now that he's, he's, he's in power and, and people are pretty much letting him get away with all kinds of stuff, that uh, he's, you know, he was shutting down churches, he was shutting down newspapers and media, and, uh, and now he wants to suspend the election. Mm. So do you think that he, uh, I think sometimes people have a problem with power. You're nice until you get power, and all of a sudden you think you're a god of some kind, and you can bring down injustices on anyone and not even worry about it. You can hurt people, kill them, and bat an eyelash, and all of a sudden you're not... I mean, you said he was a nice guy before. Yeah, he seemed to be everything I saw, yeah. yeah. And now look at him. Look what he does. Yeah. Yeah. And, And as for Russia bringing in the Cubans to fight... I think a lot of the people are tired of fighting, like we were in Vietnam, and they're running away from the whole thing. Yeah. And say, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, and they're leaving, so now they have to bring in some of the Cubans to help fight. Did 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 you ever, Stella? Did you ever watch one of my favorite movies of all time, Red Dawn, the original one with Patrick Swayze with in Patrick it? Patrick Swayze, yeah, that mm-hmm. was a really good movie, wasn't yes, it? it? Was. Mm-hmm. Remember what the premise was in that movie, in which the Russia wanted to attack the United States, so they recruited Cubans and Mexicans. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. And and they were like they yeah. were air, you know, parachuting in a bunch of Cubans into that town and get a foot got a foothold and, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but yeah, it reminded me of that. It's like, oh, well so <clears throat> Russia's recruiting Cubans to fight in Ukraine. Well, they're giving them a sign-on bonuses, which it's $2,000 a day, or 2000 to sign on. And they get $50 a month or something. Silly. I mean, totally no money at all. And while they're fighting, they give them like 2000 the whole time they're there, 2000 a month. Right. Okay, so let me tell you what this article says. I found this on time.com. You know, I don't think there's a Time magazine anymore. I think they just have a, an online presence now. Mm-hmm. Time.com. I get my stuff from a lot of different sources. So maybe it accuses me of only like getting stuff from Epic Times or Fox News. No, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I get some things from them, you know. But if they mean anything. Yeah, if it's something I can use. Mm-hmm. But says here they put these posts on social media. It says posts advertising a contract 
with the Ministry of Defense for Military Service in the Russian Army began to appear on Cuban Facebook groups in June. Recruits were offered a monthly salary of 204,000 rubles, which translates to $2,086 U.S., which is an almost unimaginable sum in Cuba. I mean, these people are really poor, Mm -hmm. you know, where the average salary is less than $50 a month, okay? And we're talking about they're getting offered $2,086. That's quite a pay increase, Yeah, you have to say. Mm -hmm. Um, A Ukrainian hacker group posted what appeared to be a version of the six-page contract that recruits signed once they arrived in Russia, translated into flawless Spanish. It required a one-year commitment and came with benefits that included a one-time enlistment fee of 195,000 rubles, which is about 2,000 bucks U.S., Mm -hmm. and 2 million rubles, which is roughly $21,000 for their families if they are killed. Now... They think they're banking. No kidding, you know? <laughs> so the contract also asked recruits to fill out a questionnaire about why they are enlisting and how they feel about military service. The terms of contract match those publicly promoted by the Russian Defense Ministry, including the possibility of Russian citizenship for the recruit and their families per a decree signed by President Vladimir Putin last year. Now... I think living in Russia would probably be a step up from listening living in Cuba. Probably. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, they don't even, they're not good about their infrastructure. Their buildings are falling apart. And, and Russia, it looks like they keep their stuff together pretty well, infrastructure. Yeah. So this one guy was complaining because he got recruited to go over to Ukraine. Oh, yeah, is that the guy that thought he was getting a job, just a job? Doing construction. Yeah. <laughs> for the military. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, he thought he was signing on to be, him and a friend of his, thought they were signing up to do construction work for, for Russia, you know, for the Russian military. And it's like, wow, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I'm doing some construction. That's a huge pay increase. So they go over there, and when they go over there, they're basically uh, handed a gun and dressed up for combat and put out on the front lines. Yikes. I was like, whoa, what happened here? Somebody get me out of here. Yeah, I signed up for a hammer, not a gun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Poor guys. But now, but now they're in there. They don't have a choice, right? Uh, no, they, they, I mean, these guys are on social media pleading for someone to get them out. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I wouldn't attempt it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. How did I get there? I was talking about the dress code in Congress. I, I, yeah. I, that's okay. I mean. Yeah. Well, there's, there's only so much you can say about it. You, well, well, no, there's more. Okay. The dress code? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. So... Susan Collins, apparently, has joked and said that she would wear a bikini to the Senate while slamming dress code changes. I personally don't want to see Susan Collins in a bikini. Well, we don't want to see the other one in the shorts and the hoodie either, but we don't have a choice. Yeah. She's making a statement. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I think, we, yeah she <laughs> made a pretty good point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember... Remember when I was? I, did I mention that when I went to kid, we put on our uh, we went, put on our Sunday best to go to church? Yeah, you know, and people now they don't even respect the house of God anymore. It's like I know, last time I went to a local church, I'm not going to say which one, um, but it's a large mega church. Let's just say that. Um, everybody comes in there, you know, just dressed like a slob. You know, I saw people dressed in gym shorts and, and football jerseys and, and flip-flops and flip-flops and just, you know, it's like, um, you know, do you not have a l- enough respect to take a few minutes to, you know, maybe put on something kind of nice before going to church? And what about I, the pastor that's sitting up there watching all this? How come he doesn't say anything? You know, like, this is the house of God, and we respect the house of God, and we dress accordingly, you know? Like I told you, when we were little, we were Catholic, and we used to cover our hair. <laughs> if you didn't have anything to cover, you put a Kleenex on there with a bobby pin, go get your ashes on Wednesday. You didn't always have a, a, a lace veil to put on your head, So, but if you didn't, you respected the house of God. And now there is no respect at all. They dress. I guess they're figuring as long as they come to church, it doesn't matter how they come. Yeah, you know, maybe and, you know, like my mom said, I guess they'll, you know, these Democrats might just come in there dressed as they might just be, they might just uh, just uh, feel free to just exercise their fetishes while at work. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Poor us. <laughs> I know. Oh, I don't know. Look, everybody forgot what the word respect means. Yes, they have. Yeah, that there's respect. no respect that? anymore. Yeah. No. Uh, let's see. What are they doing? You know, uh, New York, they're um, removing statues. They're talking about removing statues. Here in New York, and, and, and we played that, that, that video earlier, mm-hmm. people in New York are ticked off. It's about time. They are mad, and it's about time they were mad. It's like, where were they like a couple of years ago? Why yeah. weren't they mad? Now they've let it turn into a complete and total crap hole. New York sucks, as bad as, as San Francisco do you, you think know, it's not as bad as Portland that it got all burned down. I don't know. I've been to Portland lately, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I I went to Portland several years ago and it was really nice. But you know, I imagine it's changed a lot since then. Mm-hmm. But but here they're 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 overrun with these illegal invaders in 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 New York, and they're t- they're just robbing the taxpayers of all kinds of money. And well, the taxes doubled, didn't they say, to take care of the immigrants? Did it? It wouldn't surprise me. No. You know, they're 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 filling up uh, they're filling up the parks. They're filling up the, the 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 like the soccer fields where the kids are supposed to be playing soccer and stuff. They're filling up the school gyms with the illegals. They're putting them in Churches. expensive high end hotels. And I can tell you, hotels in New York City, even a cheap hotel, is five hundred bucks. Is a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think you're about right there. Yes, it is. You know, and you know another thing about the hotels in New York, they all have only one bed. Uh, you're right. I used to work for a five-star hotel uh, property, and when I went to New York, yeah, it was just like one bed. They're real nice hotels. Uh, you know, you get the sheets pulled back and little Lady Godiva chocolates and fresh fruits on your table. They're nice hotels, but they, uh, they have done a massacre on them. They, they, Like I said, they start fires in the room, and there's no need for it. They feed them. Why are they starting fires in there? And they just are real disgraceful and just disrespectful to the properties. I'm sure all those hotels are gonna, you're gonna have to be, everything will have to be replaced. And and remodeling is not cheap, especially in New York. Well, I mean, you know, you've seen like videos of some of these third world countries, and some of the crappy places these people live, mm-hmm. and and you know, they a lot of their houses are just made out of scraps, and they don't even have a a floor, you know. So they're used to living in in very squalor, squalor, <laughs> an so, outhouse. <laughs> so they don't have any respect for these places. Not to mention they're not having to pay anything for it. So why should they have any respect for it? I would just be amazed because they're beautiful hotels. I mean, if you see them there, they're just real elegant. I would just be amazed that they would even let us stay there, you know, and respect it. So let's see. In the final segment, you know, I want to talk about the aliens in Mexico. <gasps> that was kind of. Did scary. you hear about that story? Yes, I did. They've I got saw they've them. got what they believe are a couple of real alien mummies. We'll talk about that in third hour, along with other stuff too. But they were so. the size of the governor. They're, they're like just, yeah, they're about they're the size they're of the governor, <laughs> about two feet tall. Yeah, exactly. You're right. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505 
362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers, enclosed trailers, and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service, and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Final segment of Freedom to Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. You want to check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com. From there, you can, on Friday mornings, click on the Rumble link and watch us live. You can also click on the radio replay uh, tab and listen to replays of any of our shows. And if you want to contact us with your questions and comments, or if you would like to be a guest on the show... We'd love to have you with us here. You can email us at Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. You know, we were talking a little bit about before the break, we were talking about the dress code on things and, you know, where they're just, they're just going to, I'm really kind of curious to see where this goes. <laughs> you know? I'm scared she's going to show up in a bikini. Yeah. 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 I don't want to see that. Um <laughs> Christopher, one of our watchers, he said Jesus wore flip-flops. Okay, Christopher, you've made a pretty good argument there. A good argument? Of course, everybody everybody wore flip-flops, flip-flops back then, didn't they? Or sandals or something like that? Well, the flip-flops are annoying. They make that little flopping sound. I don't know. like flip-flops. I you know, either. I've got a big gap between my big toe and the next toe over, so flip-flops, they just flip, and then they don't flop because they just... <laughs> They just, they flip right off, you know? <laughs> so there is trip? no flop. Do you trip with them sometimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just a flip and then that's it. And then they're off. <laughs> 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 they're not a good idea then. <laughs> not a good idea. No, I, I don't wear flip flops, let's just say. Mm-hmm. So there's this thing going on. Uh, there's these um, alien... Uh, and before you say, oh, you're talking about like sci-fi stuff. No, I'm, this is this, this is some real stuff. It's like, that's why I'm mentioning it. These uh, two little alien mummies 
uh, that are apparently from Peru, from what I understand. I thought they were had them in Mexico. They have them in Mexico, but they're from. But Peru. they came from Peru. Mm-hmm. Peru, for some reason, wants them back. And I, I heard something about Peru wants them back, and Peru wants to destroy them. Why? I don't know. But they're like a thousand years old, aren't they? They're over a thousand. They they dated them to be over a thousand years old. And they haven't deteriorated. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, mm, a little bit. I mean, yeah. as as well as anything, I mean, they're pretty. I mean, did you see the picture in the I article? D- I yeah, sent I did. You? I yeah, did. yeah. Uh-huh. They um, they're about two feet tall. You know, like Stella said, they're about the size of our our governor. Um, <laughs> and uh, they. So at first, when a lot there's a number of researchers that were looking at these things, and the first thought was by somebody, it's like, well, these are obviously fake. They're like paper mache, or or somebody assembled them like a bunch of out of a bunch of animal bones or something, um, and so they were very skeptical. So they did a an MRI scan on them and discovered that in fact they were not fake. They actually had a skeleton. That was not pieced together. It was intact, still intact. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, and they were fairly well preserved. I mean, you can see their outer part of what they look like. You know, their skin and stuff like that. And they have, you know, um, three fingers and three toes, and a slightly elongated head, and a kind of an unusual-looking face with kind of slanted eyes. You know, why would Peru want to destroy them, though? Well, you know, maybe it's maybe it's like one of those things, kind of like the, the Catholic Church hides things from us all the time. Maybe or like it's, a, it's taboo to have something. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, it could yeah. be something like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm I'm reading this article on it, um, and I even watched um, a um, a scientist talking about it that had been examining these things, and she was very skeptical. And you know, she said, "Well, we." We did an MRI scan on them, and they they they're they're real, mm-hmm. you know. They're legit. Um, we're not. She said we're not jumping to a conclusion that they're they're extraterrestrial. Um, she said twenty five percent of their DNA is human or human like. Twenty five. Twenty five percent of mm. their DNA is human like. Wow. Um, um. She said she's not ruling out the. You know the possibility that they could be a ancient species of human being. Would it be safe to say they were children, and that's why they were so small? They don't know at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, says here. Um, last week, the country's lawmakers. This is Mexico. Heard testimony suggesting the possibility that extraterrestrials might exist. Now, two small skeletons, some two feet high, have been X-rayed by doctors. Jamie Mawson, who last week presented them to politicians in large wooden coffins, claims that the bodies were found in Peru and are non-human beings that are not part of our terrestrial evolution. Doctors at a laboratory in Mexico City carried out x-rays and CT scans of, oh, CT scans and x-rays, okay, of the bodies yesterday. Um, Jose de... Jesus, boy, this guy's got a lot of names. Anyway, you get the idea. (laughs) The director of the Health Sciences Research Institute of the Secretary of the Navy, which carried out the test, said that they showed the bodies had not been assembled or manipulated. So, I mean, you got some legitimate people here looking at this stuff. And uh, they're they're perplexed about the whole thing. Well, if they were around a thousand years ago, it's, it's safe to say they're probably still some around. I mean, maybe who's to say that we're the only living creatures? Well, you know, I, I say that about things like uh, Bigfoot and Loch Ness. You know, it's like nobody really has produced any real evidence. Uh, legitimate evidence. You know, there's the one video from years ago where uh, it turned out it was a guy dressed up in a suit. And uh, but then I personally know people that claim that they've seen Bigfoot. <laughs> I mean, it still might be the guy in the suit, though. You don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. If 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 he, he if, wasn't aggressive, right? I mean, he didn't really approach him. They just kind of saw him. No, it was like right in his face, from what he told me. Really? Yeah, yeah. And did they try to communicate with him? Uh, no, no, well, no. But see. but you're right. It's like if. Like, for instance, if, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, I think a couple of weeks ago they had a big event in uh, Loch Ness 
where they were searching for Nessie. They didn't find Nessie, you know. <laughs> but if if Nessie did exist, then you're right. There'd have to be more than one. Yeah. To perpetuate the species. Uh, same with any anything else. There can't just be one. There'd have to be more than one. There'd have to be several minimum, probably more than that. They have to keep uh, procreating. I yeah, mean, you yeah. know, couldn't just be one that was hatched from an egg. Where'd the egg come from? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, so this is an interesting story. Um, and, you know, they got pictures of it and stuff. And if you, if you download my show notes on our website, then it'll be a link for it. It'll be on there. But it's, it's interesting. You know, three long fingers, three long toes. About two feet tall, like Stella said, about the size of our governor. Um, and, uh, yeah, and they're being uh, looked maybe, at. Maybe those are her ancestors. That could, that could be, that could be yeah, what it I is. I haven't checked out her toes lately. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Could, could I don't know. be. <laughs> I don't know. And, you know, Fetterman, he's kind of a strange-looking dude. He's he, a freak. he could be Bigfoot in a human, human uh, costume. Yeah. He needs a you wig. Think? Yeah, mm-hmm. a wig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. So, anyway, so it says here, the scientists in Masson said the genetic makeup of the bodies was 30% different from that of human beings and that they were not part of our terrestrial evolution. Uh, that's what that's what that person thinks. But they had 25% like human qualities or that, yeah, that's, features? That's what that one scientist said. I, I heard her interviewed and, you know, she was very skeptical about it. And she was, I, I really appreciated her being very scientific about it and, and being very open-minded. It's like, mm-hmm. we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of weird, huh? What about the ones in Roswell? They're bigger. Weren't they like about as tall, <clears throat> like five feet tall or something? Well, we've never actually seen them. We've seen pictures, which may or may not be fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Mm. By the way, you guys, if uh, I want to remind you while I'm thinking about it, it's like I do a, a late night show on Saturday nights. Uh, it's streaming only. So if you guys are listening on the radio, you'd have to, you know, you can go to our website, freedomspeaknm.com and click on the Rumble link. But we do that every Saturday night from 10, p- 10 p.m. to around midnight, sometimes longer than that. Just depends on if we really get wrapped up in a really good conversation. But we talk about anything that's strange and unusual. So um, anyway. So there's that. So what else do we got here? You know, there's uh, there are a lot of people in uh, Israel that are protesting Netanyahu right now. Now, this morning when I was getting ready getting ready to come in here, I was listening to him giving a speech before the uh, United Nations, um, in which he gave a very uplifting speech. I mean, he's a really good speaker. Netanyahu is. Mm-hmm. Have you heard him talk? No. Yeah, he he speaks really great English, and he uh, he's a very eloquent speaker. And he was talking about how he wants you know uh, Israel to lead the way in in the evolution of technology, you know AI and things like that, where he thinks AI can be something that can be uh, good for the human race and good for humanity to help us get things done right now they're not the leaders though right isn't it more like china he, he wants to be mm-hmm. he's he's apparently got it put in a real serious effort uh through for it but one thing that's going on in israel right now is people are protesting in mass against netanyahu now one thing that surprised me and i've mentioned this before is during the scamdemic uh, Netanyahu was locking people down. He was he was as big a tyrant as anybody else in Israel, from what I understand. Locking people down and and doing all this masking nonsense and the and, and the vaxes, which I found to be kind of interesting because you normally think about Jewish people as kind of their their politics and their religion kind of being one and the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't fully understand that, but I think yeah. they are afraid of the AI, which we have, you know, concerns about it. It could be good, it could be bad. But I heard that the AI actually did a, a film or something, a documentary on uh, uh, Ashton Kushner because he was a very he's a pro life and he was fighting the child trafficking, and they made a video of him that looked like him and had his voice saying that he was. Uh, 
dropping out of the uh, the whole thing, the child trafficking ring, and not helping anymore, and that he didn't believe in it. And this was something that was done by AI. Ashton Kutcher never said nothing like that. Yeah. So this it, AI could be very, very dangerous in some ways. It could be helpful in some, but mostly I think it's going to be used for the evil because the world is full of evil right now. Yeah, well... Maybe, you know, especially if, you know, we talked about this on my other show last week uh, briefly with the AI is that AI could be a really great thing. Like it could be, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like years ago, it's like I'm I'm a I'm a movie fan and I like science fiction. And there was a show I used to like watch called Buck Rogers in the 25th Century. <laughs> Did you ever watch a, that's that one? an old one. <laughs> I know it is. You know, but I've been a sci-fi fan for many, many years. And I remember there was a little robot, little short little robot about the size of MLG that was called Twiggy. <laughs> and he'd go beady, 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 beady. You know, and he'd talk that, like yeah. that. And, you know, he would spit out a few words here and there. And then he wore around his neck a round thing that was a highly intelligent sentient AI Mm -hmm. called Dr. Theopolis is what they called him. I remember. And so Dr. Theopolis was basically the 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 law for for their community is like if somebody committed a crime or whatever, Dr. Theopolis, which was a intelligent AI, would look at the facts of the case. And make up his mind. And, and make, a, make a decision. Mm-hmm. And it was very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Either you broke the law or you didn't. Mm-hmm. These are the facts. So if AI was used in that way, mm-hmm. you know, like, like in, in court today, lawyers look at, like, they'll, they'll yuck it up afterwards. Like, you know, the, the, the prosecution and the defense attorney, they'll yuck it up afterwards because to them it's just a game. Mm-hmm. Okay? They don't care. Like a defense lawyer, they don't care if their client is innocent or guilty. What they care about is if they get them off from the charge. Well, not of the court-appointed ones that have to work for the state for practically nothing. They could really care less which way it goes. Public defenders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't care. They're not really getting paid that much. So they don't, you know, just like these corrupt politicians that don't care about the Constitution, don't care about the law. If you had AI, which was, and, and it was programmed with all of the laws... All the Constitution. No biased judges. No biased judges. No feelings. Mm-hmm. Just simply looking at the, at, the, at, the, at the law. That's it. And making decisions based on that. Either you did it or you didn't. Mm-hmm. And it, if, would, it would go with the cold, hard facts. Cold, hard facts. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just the facts. Only the facts. Yeah. Well, kind of like Sergeant Friday. Remember him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to say, who the heck's doctor? Who the heck's <laughs> Agent Friday? I don't know who that is. What can I say? I'm old. But anyway. Um, but AI could be used in that way. It could be used to actually have justice. But the problem is, is that AI is being manipulated by by politicians. It is and, and it people is, it is being manipulated now, but I think AI has a mind of its own. When you think about it, you know, like it could be manipulated, but I think the AI could turn against you at any minute. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I mean I don't know. You know, kinda kinda like I talked about a while back about how Chat GPT mm-hmm. how I crashed it. I got it into a circular conversation in which it basically contradicted itself mm-hmm. and then it and then it crashed. And and then I got permanently shut out. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get. <laughs> you know, so if if AI was not being manipulated mm-hmm. and it was programmed with the knowledge of the Constitution and the law, I would not have been able to do that to it. Mm-hmm. You know, we would have had a. It, I would have had a conver- conversation with it. We would have came to a conclusion, and we probably would have just complete, completely agreed a hundred percent. There wouldn't have been any argument. Mm-hmm. But I got it to turn in on itself, you know, because it's been filled with this liberal nonsense, uh, which contradicts shall not be infringed. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's my thoughts. I have one thing to say about liberal nonsense, you know. Yeah, go ahead. I listen to the talk shows sometimes, and I listen to uh, 
uh, Russell Brandt. And I think he's really funny, and but he brings out a lot of really strong points. And then there's a liberal person. They're trying to say now that he raped, of course, there's always rape, rape, rape. That he raped some girls back when he was promiscuous and a movie star and crazy and out of control. And uh, somebody brought up this. He didn't have to really do that. Women throw themselves at them. They don't. He don't have to rape anybody. But one liberal person comes out and says, "How dare him? They should cut off his salary and cut him off the air because of the way he dumped Katy Perry." Yeah, this is the reason why he should be cut off because he don't turn a text. He said, I want a divorce on a text. I couldn't believe that they're, I said, why would you get involved in their marriage? It's none of your business how he dumped her, why, the reason he did. It's none of your business. That has nothing to do with actually the, the, the rape accusations or whatever they were accusing him of. They come off the deep end from somewhere else. Oh, well, he shouldn't be on the radio because he dumped Car- Patty Carey by a text. I was like, I couldn't believe they they were that stupid. You know, like they would that would that whole thing would hinge on his his ability to make. Did, a did you just do it, Biden, and call her Patty Carey? Patty Katie, did you, I say you that? called her Patty Carey? Oh, it's Katy Perry. <laughs> Patty Carey. <laughs> she, she responds to either one. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so much for liberals. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but a lot of people in Israel are protesting Netanyahu. Um, and like I'm, I'm reading here, and this is on an ABT, abcnews.com, excuse me, where um, it says stores, restaurants, and the biggest airport in Israel were closing their doors on Monday amid an escalation and protests that have kept the nation's attention for weeks. Tens of thousands, perhaps hundreds of thousands of people filled the streets in Jerusalem. Tel Aviv and elsewhere, the country's stock exchange is set to close on Tuesday as part of the strike. I mean, these people are really rebelling. And if you watch, and if you look at some of the the the, the videos and the and the pictures from Israel, this is this is incredible. I kid you not. These people have filled. They're they've packed and filled. The I mean, streets. as far the street as far as the eye can see. That's a protest. I mean, that's a protest. That's what we need here in the United States. That's what people in the United States need to be doing. Mm-hmm. They need to do a real pro. They need to learn something from these Israelis. These people know how to protest. I mean, they shut down the businesses, restaurants, everything so you don't have a choice. I mean, if you don't go it's because you were ignorant or lazy or you just didn't want to. Yeah. But yeah. if you care about your country, you did show up. I mean, they gave you every opportunity. I mean, closed all the businesses so that you off everybody had a chance to go so i am kind of i'm kind of with them on this because what they're saying here is pretty concerning it says here israel israelis are protesting against a judicial reform plan proposed by netanyahu's hardline nationalist government a plan that some see as a consolidation of power with parliament increasing its oversight of the court system there you go government taking over again you know that's that's kind of like the Democrats in, in this country wanting to stack the stack the the, the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. you know, um, so that they can while control. You know, it's like oh we're going to change the rules. Mm-hmm. Yes, we realize there's nine Supreme Court justices, but uh, we're going to add some more because we need a majority of of liberal that think like us people that think like us, that don't care about the Constitution, that strictly make decisions based on their feelings. Oh, hey, we got a caller. Isn't that great? Did we get a caller? Good. Good. Let me get him on the line here. <clears throat> caller, you are on with Stella and Becca. How's it going today? Pretty good. My name is Chris. I've been on your chat. Hey, Chris. Um, yeah, I've been looking at your uh, messages. Thank you for your input. Um, you know, with the with the court thing over there is because the liberals have ca- captured the courts in that country. Okay. And he's wanting to put, uh, you know, some boundaries on what they're doing because they're adhering uh, to a lot of this globalist stuff. Okay. And so they're protesting it. Well, that's a side that we're certainly not hearing, is it? Because <clears throat> I was uh, yeah. reading this ABC article, and they were talking about it, and then they're acting like, oh, well, Netanyahu's all out of control, and he's wanting to control the courts. And they're not mentioning anything about what you just mentioned. It's just kind of, it's kind of like with our prosecutors. They've captured the courts over there and are um, uh, you know, undermining the, their, their form of government. Like when they took him out of power, and then now that he's been back in power, he was trying to put reins in on them. 
for their gov- uh, for the court system. Okay, that's that's interesting. I'm glad you I'm glad you let me know that because I had not seen that. Um, yeah, I'm reading here. It says, "What is the judicial overhaul in in Israel?" It says, after Netanyahu, a member of the conservative like how you pronounce that Likud party. Uh, formed a right-wing coalition government. I always like how they do that. You know you've got liberals talking about when they say that. Uh, In December 2022, he announced he would return to his role as Israel's prime minister. His government, which is said to be the most right-wing government in the country's history, then announced it would introduce a measure countering what it saw as the growing influence of the judicial system. Well, you know, yeah. we talk about that sort of stuff in the United States too, Chris. We talk about uh, the the judges legislating from the bench. I bet you they've yeah. got a lot of that they, going on over there, huh? Yeah, and that's what's going on over there. He's trying to he's trying to rein it in, just like we should have here. But you know, yeah, and, it, and it's it just completely work. out of control now. <laughs> it's like nobody seems to yeah. understand their role uh, in government anymore. You know, like I was talking about earlier about. Joe Biden uh, just appropriating $325 million and giving it to Ukraine without any kind of uh, oversight from the Congress at all. I, I, no, I, I don't all. understand and, how and this is being uh, allowed to go, uh, to go on. $325 million more, more. Yeah, more. Yeah. But. Yeah, and we got people speaking out like uh, Rand Paul and everybody, but there, there, there's no... Um, there's no cap on it. We, we, the people, need to stand up. It, it's up to us. They don't, they don't function without us, and that's what the people ain't getting. That's what I'm saying, Chris. Don't you think that if you held back their salary, they would finally get their act together, so to speak? Oh, yeah. Stop paying your taxes for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chris, what do you think about the alien bodies in Mexico? Have you read that article? Have you looked at that information? That's kind of interesting, huh? Yeah, I think all that's a fire sale for what's going on um, techno- technologically with the government. You know, a lot of that stuff, yes, they come up with that. I, I just, um, you know, there, there, there's stuff, stuff building up, and I think eventually it's going to uh, cut. It's, a, it's, it's just a distraction. No, you could be right. I mean, a lot of things uh, that are, you know, like like the F-35 fighter jet, the mishap. <laughs> did you hear me talking about yeah. that earlier? Yes, yeah, I did. I, I mean, I, I a mishap? Since when does the military yeah. use a term like that? Ever since uh, General Milley. General Milley. <laughs> you think they would actually crash a plane for another distraction? I mean, a hundred million dollar plane for a distraction? Well, you know, Is like that, I said, well, I think I think the plane was hacked. Mm-hmm. Look what they did in Afghanistan. They gave them our technology. They left all those planes there with all our stuff and information of how they work, and to be uh, to be taken apart and, and figured out. And we left it for the for them uh, to our enemies. They had the best of the equipment, though. That was some killer equipment, all yeah. up to date, modern. You know, Trump's that good stuff over there. Yeah, yeah, yep. You know, here's I'm the here ne- in Texas. You're in Texas, and, okay? Um, yeah, I came out here for my wife's son's birthday. Tell, tell and, me, how um, how long have you been in Texas, Chris? Um, we're just been here for a week. Oh, <laughs> we're okay. from New Mexico. We're, so you weren't we're there during this group, pandemic. We're fighting. Mm-hmm. No, uh, we were up with you guys. Oh, okay, all right, good. Uh, uh, so I was over here in San Antonio yesterday and looking at the streets and the condition that it's in from when I was here. I think we were here in 2010, and um, or somewhere around there. And it's just everything's taken over. Um, yesterday we walked into a restaurant and um, there was a Muslim gentleman who uh, got down and prayed and. I kind of, because I'm a, I like to evangelize. Uh-huh, yeah. So I started asking him about his faith, and right away, he got, you could tell that young man ran the whole group. And I, uh, when I started talking to him, and he's going back and forth from Minnesota. And he's showing me ARs and everything else that they have. And, and you know, we have that stuff going on in our country right now. Yeah. And he looked pretty, um, like a zealot. For what he believes. Well, Chris, and, we are. You know, we're out of time for the show. It's just scary. <laughs> All right, call us again I'll, sometime. I'll Sounds like you got a lot of stuff to talk about. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, thanks for Becca. thanks for watching. Have a great weekend. Okay. 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 Yeah, see you. ya. Bye. Yeah. Thanks for calling, Chris. So, uh, Stella, that's it. Uh, already? Uh, that is already. Uh, so, you guys, if you want to send us your questions and comments, email us at Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. Check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com. You can check out the replays. You can check out Becca's monologues. You can click on the Rumble link and watch us on Friday mornings. Uh, I, my links for my Facebook page and my Twitter are also on there. And I post, I post a lot of stuff on Facebook. That's like the best place just to get my rant stuff that I post. Um, if you want to get the podcast, you can get it on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes, as well as several other platforms which have just picked it up. Like, follow. Make sure, if you're watching us on Rumble or Facebook, make sure you like, follow, share. Do all that stuff. Yeah, be nice. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's how we get the word out, okay? Mm-hmm. Also, check out my late night show, Saturday night. Talk about some fun stuff on there. Freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. Divided, we're weak. Together, we're strong. It's time for all of us to stand up. Open our eyes. Come out of the matrix. Reject division. Tell the Marxists and those pushing the woke agenda and hate, hell no, we won't comply. We We are are the the resistance. resistance. See ya. Bye. See you next week.